interesting. I know that's not the music you're used to hearing when the episode first starts, but guess what, y'all? Can you believe we have made it to 1,000 listens? I'm so happy and excited, and I thank all of you for being listeners, but enough of that. You know I'm already long-winded. Let's get to the episode. What's up, you guys, and welcome to another episode of The Words They Spoke to My Soul. This episode, we are going to be talking about The Make Believe Family by Darlis Batchelor. And she was the uh, reading selection for the Featuring the Unknown reading list. Of course, that is for all indie authors um, for September 2020. Um, it was a very quick read for me. I think I got it completed in just about two days. Um, but no, not two. Was it two? Maybe about four days. But per the usual, I'll go ahead and give you guys a brief synopsis of the book. So we are following two um, different couples, Faith and Jameson. Um, and then the other couple is Evan and his uh, wife, Janae. Um, and they're and all four of them are intertwined together. I'll explain. So Faith and Jameson um, are... We kick off the book with them about to get married. They're actually, we're at the marriage ceremony. So we have that first. And um, it's kind of a surreal feeling for Faith because she almost lost Jameson when dun, 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 she had an emotional affair with her former employee, Evan, who's married to Janae. So um, as we follow Evan and Janae, she's, Janae's currently not living with him. They're um, separated. So he's trying to get his wife back and they have two children together. And um, is it two or three? I think it's two. Two children together, two girls. And um, so there's all types of complications that come with that. That's where you get the little bit of drama in the book. Now, um, as both couples are trying to figure out marriage and the ups and downs that come with them, of course, you have the outside forces that often affect marriages. And that comes in the form of family as well as friends. On Jameson's end, it's his parents um, that appear to maybe not totally agree with his decision to go ahead and marry uh, Faith. And, you know, a lot of times parents don't necessarily agree with their children's choices, but ultimately, of course, it's the child's choice what path they want to take. Uh, Faith's parents aren't too much of meddlers, I wouldn't say, but they're definitely a good support system for her. So you have that, but on both ends, Faith and Jameson both have great best friends that are trying to help them through all of the ups and downs that we go through in this book. So um, basically, Faith is trying to figure out if she really wants this make-believe family that she's <laughs> um, 
in and you're like, what is a make-believe family? I'm telling you, when you read it, it's, it may shock you. I know it totally shocked me on what it was. It's not what I expected. So I think that's an awesome way to uh, catch readers off guard. I think um, Darlie Spatula did an awesome job in that aspect. Um, but the question, of course, is going to be, will Faith and Jam Jameson finally have their happily ever after? And will Evan and Janae rekindle the love that they once shared? And of course, you know, that's where I'm going to make you go out and read the book. Now, I'll go ahead and tell you what actually spoke to myself. The first thing, first and foremost, is to never lose sight of who you are. And this was something that Janae was struggling with um, because many things happened to her um, that is pertinent that you have to read the book to truly understand. But I believe she lost focus on who she was. And I know that we have a lot of roles that we perform in life, like myself. I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter. You know, I'm a blogger. I have all these different roles that I have to perform, but outside of all of those things, I'm still Tracy. So I have to have, I must take time to take care of Tracy because if I don't take care of myself, I will be no good for anyone else. So that's where self-care um, comes in and making sure that you find that me time to replenish your soul and your energy. I think that's very important um, and that in order to perform those uh, roles, you have to recharge. That's something, again, I make sure that I do, and I hope that you all do it too. Now, the next idea that spoke to my soul is to understand that forgiveness is for you. And when we make mistakes, because we all do, even if the person that you've wronged doesn't forgive you, your ultimate forgiveness that's going to heal you comes for your, from yourself. You have to be able to accept the mistakes that you've made and you address it by learning from them and becoming a better version of you. So in the future, you won't make those same mistakes. That's what true forgiveness is about. And while you may search for closure for the purse from the person that wronged you, that's not where true closure comes from. Mentally speaking, you have to forgive yourself in order to move forward. You cannot let the past control your present because your present is what's most important to get you to your future. Let that seek in. So um, you don't want to be counterproductive and hold on to negative energy. Acknowledge what happened, address it, accept it, and move on and forgive yourself. Um, and the final idea that spoke to my soul is that it's important for you to live your life on your terms. Having a support system is definitely important. I can speak and attest to that myself. I have a wonderful support system uh, to help this tribe of hashtag Team Robinson. Um, but ultimately, Sometimes those in the support system don't truly understand the plight of your family or um, the family dynamic you choose to have. And that's okay. Everyone won't understand. Everyone won't agree. The hope is that they will respect it. And even in the cases when they don't 
you have to push that aside and hopefully in time they'll understand the need and the reasons for the choices that you make for yourself and your family um and it's okay that you understand that the advice that they're giving is coming from a genuine place it is what has worked for them in the past it is from their own personal experiences or what they have heard does work and sometimes that can be flat out wrong (laughs) and you're like what in the world but you have to remember again it's coming from a place of genuine care and concern and love and as long as it's motivated by love Don't let that get you down. Just remember, ultimately, the decision and choice is yours. It's your path. It's what you should do. And that's what's important. I remember um, recently, actually, I had a conversation with my brother. And um, we were discussing this meme that we've seen floating around lately, where it talks about choosing your choosing your heart you know life is hard marriage is hard work is hard being a um being a entrepreneur is hard being single is hard whatever the road is it's hard and it's okay and it's up to you to choose what your heart is going to be because anything that takes work is worth having Nothing happens just on its own without a little help and effort on your part. So don't be discouraged when things do get hard. Life is a constant cycle of ups and downs. Hopefully you are currently having an up cycle. Um, I think I'm progressing toward my up cycle. I'm claiming it. 2020 has been definitely a year of reflection and vision for myself. And I hope it's been that way for you. And um, I close this episode by asking you, which heart are you choosing? As always, happy reading and happy listening. And I will catch you guys next time.